Um, so it's wonderful to see you all and to see some faces I haven't seen in a little while. It's really nice. Um, so uh, as I said in my email um, about tonight's class, I'm going to try something a little different. It's not like a radical difference, just a little bit different, um, which is, I think, sp spending less t energy on anything that seems like a talk um, and more folding, I think, the things I'd like to touch on into a more leisurely guided meditation. Um, and then after that guided meditation is over, it's just opening the space for conversation um, the way that it's always happened um, and uh, wonderfully in this space, which is just people perhaps sharing what happened, how they felt. Um, we're asking a question. And when it seems like it's appropriate and useful, I might elaborate on you know, why I did this or that thing, or maybe in response to someone's question, I might um, say a few words. But I think what I've been feeling is that, um, you know, the more I think about making remarks or saying something, uh, the more I get lost in a headspace and drift away from, I think, what's really useful. Um, now, this may not end up being more useful, we'll see. And we'll just, you know, I'm sort of like trying out different styles. Um, uh, but I think I actually remember years ago reading um, an interview with uh, this jazz piano player, Keith Jarrett, who I, I really like. And I don't know how many of you have heard Keith Jarrett recordings, but like this Colm concert's a good place to start. Um, but uh, he just improvised freely. And he was talking to the San Francisco Chronicle reporter uh, just before one of his performances there. And he said, before a concert, I just read the paper, <laughs> have dinner, and I try not to think at all about what I'm gonna play. And, um, and I think the times when this feels the best, it's like that, the more I think about where I'm going, the less, the, the less organic this feels. So this is partly where I'm coming from. Um, so um, the theme for tonight, you know, at least my intention as I'm starting out is um, the heart, loving kindness, but not straight up loving kindness. We'll do some elements of a, a traditional loving kindness practice. I think really what I, what I'm wanting to circle around, touch upon tonight, is what it feels like, what it means to relate to our selves and our present experience with tenderness, um, gentleness, uh, with care. Um, so loving kindness is, is bigger than that. It's, um, but I think um, the reason I'm gonna make a detour through loving kindness practice uh, is 
really because I think it can illuminate um, something about what it means to be aware of our experience and aspects of ourselves with um, something like tenderness and care. Um, so um, the way I'd like to begin is with um, kind of our bread and butter practice of dual or three-point awareness, just our standard mindfulness practice as a way of settling into the evening. Just do that for a few minutes. And then I'm gonna start um, leading us in, um, in other kinds of guided practices, which are, um, I think meant to illuminate certain sort of like the wrinkles of what it means to be aware um, with sensitivity and care. Um, what I wanna make clear at the outset though, is that um, once I move from the three-point awareness practice to these um, other kinds like, you know, I'll guide us to some heart practice, some different, you know, um, sort of spots where we can be aware these aren't techniques that I'm thinking people would actually just do in some rote way later on. Um, they're just kind of ways of like, sort of like maybe something will click. Maybe you'll get the feel for what is to be aware of a, a difficult sensation or difficult emotion in a way that feels suddenly more open. Um, so there, I didn't, I don't want people to suddenly feel like, wow, like, how am I going to remember how to do this? It's like, these are complicated. Um, if you want to do this again, the audio recording will be there. But what I'm thinking is that over time, certain, like a moment, a certain move, I think that's actually a way of describing, I'm going to introduce you to certain moves, like mindfulness moves. Um, because mindfulness is in one way, very simple, very basic. The instructions could not be simpler. And yet as your practice deepens and you encounter certain kinds of psychic and emotional phenomena, um, especially ones that are kind of challenging to be with, you um, sometimes just by accident, trial and error, by experimentation, discover like ways of um, relating to those things that, that um, help you actually just be with them. Um, and um, so, a lot of what I'm about to offer is a synthesis developed over decades of practice that come both from my own trial and error, experimentation, but also things that I've absorbed from my teachers, um, especially Ezra, um, and the people who've influenced him most profoundly. And I think one of the people I wanna credit out loud is a guy named Stephen Levine, who, um, is I think one of the, you know, I've been I, just one of the most gifted meditation teachers that that we've seen in, in a long time. And um, I actually recommend his book, Guided Meditations, Explorations and Healings. It has a ton of guided meditations. And a lot of those meditations are a little bit like what I'm actually intending to offer um, tonight and over the next, you know, month or so, which are, um, meditations that kind of take you on a tour. I think that this, I'm just I'm trying to find the language, take you on a tour, say, try this, 
you know, try this inner cue, try thinking of, of this, this bit of tightness in this way, visualize this in that way. And, um, and again, it's not the instructions that matter. It's that the instructions might trigger a suddenly like a new way of relating to something that's been hard, that's been difficult, um, or that you just didn't know what to do with. Or maybe there's a word, a metaphor, a cue that I'm, I offer that's something he said, oh, okay, that I like that. Um, that I'm gonna hold on to that. So, um, so if you wanna kind of get a sense of what I'm doing, Stephen Levine's work is a good place to go. Uh, he specialized in working with people who uh, were terminally ill or caring for those who were, or who were living with uh, terrible chronic conditions, chronic pain. And his guided meditations were forged in the fire of deep, intimate suffering. And so, um, and you can tell in the way, the way he um, offers these guided meditations um, that, that comes through really loud and clear. I think I won't do nearly um, as, as good a job, but I think if I can just convey a little bit, a little bit of that, of that energy, a little bit of that kind of, um, um, light, I would be happy. So, um, so please everyone just get in a comfortable position. This will be a leisurely, um, I'd say half hour meditation. And to begin, please take a few deep relaxation breaths breathing deeply in through the nose and exhaling slowly through your slightly open mouth. Just take a few of those slow, deep in through the nose and out through your mouth, extending your exhalations. Then now let your breath come and go at its own speed and depth. Let the breath breathe itself. And before we start attending to the breath itself in any explicit way, let's ground ourselves further in this moment by bringing our awareness to our feet the part of our body farthest from our heads, closest to the earth. Just feel the sensations in your feet, the bottoms of the feet, the tops of your feet. Now take a moment and bring your awareness to your buttocks, 
feel the quality of the contact that your bottom is making with whatever it might be resting upon. Feel how whatever you are resting on can hold your weight, can support it. Sense whether or not you are allowing the weight of your body, the mass of your buttocks to be held, to be supported by whatever is beneath you. Give your weight up to gravity. Let the earth support you. And now please bring your awareness to your belly. And just feel, just explore whatever sensations there are in the belly region. What kind of energy do you feel in the belly? What sensations, what emotions? If you sense any holding or tightness, which would be quite normal, soften your awareness around the sensations of holding or tension. Don't try to forcefully make the belly relax. Let whatever holding or tension you encounter be there, held softly in awareness. But if you feel that it would be possible, easy, without force, to release some of that tension, that holding. Let it go. Let the belly soften to whatever extent feels natural. Now that we've grounded ourselves in our bodies and in the moment upon this earth, let's turn to our three-point awareness practice by first opening ourselves up to all the sounds in the space around us.
What do you hear around you? Feel the vibrations of the sounds around you move through you. Can you hear with your legs? Can you feel the vibrations of the sounds in your lower body? Now please add your awareness of sounds, awareness of the breath in the nose. Feel the sensations created by the passage of air in and out of your nose as you breathe. Even if you are experienced with this practice, at first, it may be hard to hold both sounds and breath in awareness simultaneously. If you find it's difficult to do that, just toggle or flicker back and forth, following the breath for a bit, hoping to sounds for a bit. As your awareness sharpens, comes into focus, and you settle further into the moment. But see if you can, for moments, stretches of time, hear the sounds around you and feel the breath all at the same time. For now, if thoughts or anything else carries your awareness away from sounds and breath, just gently notice that and come back to the anchors of sound and breath. Don't even worry about labeling or noting what has carried you away. Just note that you've been carried away and come gently but firmly back to breath and sounds. Now I'd like you to try adding to breath and sounds an awareness of the sensations in your hands. 
perhaps you're resting on your thighs or in your lap. Just feel whatever sensations there are in your hands, the palm of your hands, the backside of your hands, your thumbs up and down your fingers. Again, you may need to flicker or toggle back and forth between breath, sounds, and hands. But as you continue to settle, see if you can hold all three anchors in awareness at once. You'll discover that this takes effort and yet too much striving or effortfulness makes it difficult to be aware of three things at once. And in the end, it requires a soft opening to the moment to really hold all three anchors at the same time. So soften, widen your awareness. So has space for all three anchors of awareness. When you notice that a thought, a sensation, or an emotion has carried you away from these anchors, note briefly, softly, gently, what it is that has carried you away. Is it thinking, thinking, tension, tension, fear, fear, planning, planning, just note softly what it is and then come back to the anchors. It is so easy for us to forget that the point of this or any genuine mindfulness practice is not to stop thinking. It's not to stay single-mindedly focused on what our anchors are. It's rather to note what carries us away and then to return 
time and again, the being carried away and noticing and coming back to the anchors, that is not a detour from mindfulness. That is mindfulness itself. So if you're judging yourself for thinking too much, frustrated, you can't stay with the anchors, please just notice that as further thinking, judging, judging, frustration, frustration. going to now transition into an exploration of some heart practices. To begin, what I'd like you to do is keep sounds as one of your anchors, but drop the breath of the nose and the awareness of your hands. And instead, start following the breath in the center of your chest the sternum area, the breastbone. Feel the sensations and the movement in your breastbone area that is associated with the rise and fall of the chest as you breathe. What sensations do you feel in the breastbone area? And how do those sensations change as you breathe in and out, moment by moment? Some of you may feel a tenderness or aching here. This is a place that we can carry a lot of emotion, old griefs, old pain. And for that very reason, it may be a place you feel great tightness almost like there's a wall there. And if that's what you feel, please just feel that. Feel the hardness, the tightness, as intimately as possible. For some of you, it may feel open, airy, and warm. And for others, you may feel nothing at all in the center of the chest. It may feel dead or like scar tissue. However it feels, 
even if what you're feeling is nothing at all. Just be with it. What I'd like you to do now is to bring to mind someone for whom you feel deep love and gratitude. Someone who's been there for you, who loves you as unconditionally as anyone you know does. Keep following the breath with a bit of your awareness in the center of the chest. Stay present to the sounds in the space around you. But for the most part, just reflect on what this person has meant to you and why you are so grateful for the presence of this person in your life. You might try visualizing this person as being in the center of your chest, picturing them there, the place where your breath is rising and falling. And as you keep this person in mind, feel how the center of the chest feels. And now I'd like you to direct towards this person the following sentiments, repeating silently after me, one by one, the following lines. May you be safe. The words are not the key thing. It's the intention of wishing for this person safety in the deepest sense. The next line is, may you be happy. May you be healthy or healed in your difficulties.
and may you live with ease. Please now bring someone else for whom you feel deep affection, love, gratitude. And we'll go through those lines one more time. May you be safe. We aren't trying to generate a feeling, but rather letting the natural care and connectedness, which is our true natures, emerge by bringing to mind someone who elicits these feelings. So don't force it. Let how you feel be as it is. Love cannot be forced, the heart cannot be forced. May you be happy. May you be healthy. And may you live with ease. Now what I'd like you to do is to take yourself as the object of this meditation. And for those of you who haven't done much loving kindness practice, don't be surprised if as you direct these sentiments towards yourself, you find that it's actually harder to do than it was when you directed them to someone else. It's not uncommon for us to have a harder time feeling genuine concern and care for ourselves than others. If you feel that your heart is hardened towards yourself, closed towards yourself. Just be aware of how that feels. And perhaps just the awareness of that will be enough to begin to break your heart open. May I be safe. May I be happy. May I be healthy.
and may I live with ease. Now I'd like us to do one final round of this particular practice, taking the others who are on this Zoom call as the objects of this meditation. This community has gathered to practice together, aspiring to awaken, awaken the mind and our hearts. Such a beautiful thing. So picturing the rest of us, all of us, in your mind, in your heart. May you all be safe. May you all be happy. May you all be healthy. And may you all live with ease. Now what I'd like you to do is to go back to our three-point awareness practice. Feeling the breath in the nose, or if you want to stay with the heart, the chest, please do. Just the breath in one place or another, nose or chest. The sounds in the space around you and the sensations in your hands. And my guess is that for most of us, there's probably some place in the body that feels uncomfortable, perhaps uncomfortable because of some physical discomfort or injury, or uncomfortable because we sense holding or tension or some kind of unsettledness that is connected to an emotion like fear, sadness, anger. What I'd like you to do is to let your awareness gently move 
towards that place of discomfort. Gently, slowly, sort of inching up to it. With curiosity and with care and with some of the energy that you cultivated in that heart practice, the loving kindness practice, just be aware of the sensations that are flowing or blocked, if that's the better word, in this place, the site of discomfort. Soften your awareness around whatever it is that you're exploring. What shape does this discomfort have? What different kinds of sensations can you feel in the area of discomfort? What kinds of thoughts seem to emerge as your awareness hovers around this discomfort? Does the mind clench up or tighten up around this discomfort? Just notice that with as much softness and gentleness as you can muster. Can you bring yourself to say hello to this discomfort? Acknowledge its presence and let it be there. It's okay if you can't, if you feel aversion, desire to run away from it, that's okay. Just acknowledge that, say hello to that.
and see if you can draw just a little bit of breath into this area of discomfort. Not trying to make it go away, but just bring some oxygen, some air into this space, into the sensations. Let's just end with a minute or two of the three-point awareness that we started with. Bringing your awareness to the breath, to sounds, and to the sensations in your hands. And noting what carries your awareness away. Then gently coming back to these anchors. And let's just end with one round of loving kindness directed towards ourselves. May I be safe. May I be happy. May I be healthy. And may I live with ease. When you feel ready, and open your eyes if they're closed, reconnect with the space around you. And whenever someone has something they'd like to share or talk about, please do. even 
just sharing what it was like for you can be powerful for someone else who's here. Um, often we can feel like the experience we've had might be idiosyncratic, that we may be alone in feeling something. So um, there's nothing really so small or mundane that I think it doesn't have the potential to have someone else feel like acknowledged, like, oh, yeah, that resonates with me. I'm not going to like look at the screen. So just um, please feel free to unmute whenever you have anything you'd like to say. One thing I noticed was um, I didn't notice before that I didn't have sensation in a place that typically causes me pain. Like in my shoulders, I can get tension headaches. I don't have one now, but when I directed my attention there, I realized I don't feel anything there, which I never noticed before. So thanks. That's interesting. You mean like you, in a way that felt good, like not like not painful or like numb? Oh, numb. Numb. Oh, that's yeah. interesting. Yeah. Yeah, and I never noticed. Yeah. Hmm. I have a, this is Sylvia. I have a great ache in the back of my scapula that just gets so tired. And I feel like I want someone to just keep my shoulders open. Um, and it's, that's the place that gets tired. And um, it did help to th breathe in there and to soften and to visualize what that pain was looking like, what shape did it have? Uh, but it definitely um, is a place that uh, is, gets tired sitting. Thank you, Sylvia. Hi, this is Ezra. I'll just share that I was really surprised, um, Bernie, when you, when you first directed our attention to our breathing and the center of the chest and then our attention outward to whoever we were thinking of. I didn't expect to feel such a change in sensation I really did. Would you be willing to say a little bit about what that change of sensation felt like, Ezra? I can try. I think for me, the change went from feeling not very much to feeling uh, like a directional movement outwards as though I were envisioning the person somewhere in front of me.
this is I think partly just kind of oh sorry this is Rudy by the way um, hi Rudy I, uh, spelling out kind of I think what we were doing or or kind of what the meaning of it at least for me was but the um I I hadn't realized before or had forgotten um what when I think of tenderness I think of it as a relation between two people you're you're ex you're being tender towards somebody um but I'd forgotten kind of or hadn't realized the um necessary willingness or ability to, to press upon what hurts for you in order for that tenderness to be enacted, a kind of tenderness of self um, or feeling what's tender within you in order to be tender mm -hmm. towards someone. And I think that that really kind of spoke to me um, in this practice. Thank you, Rudy. I, don't, I think one of the reasons I felt drawn to this tonight is I feel like there's so much hardness <laughs> right now everywhere right and and it's so tempting to harden ourselves and also i think i also yeah um i i feel raw right now um like uh um yeah that's that's the way to describe how i think how i feel like as something kind of softened but it feels like Tender and that's like raw, exposed. All of it, yeah. Hi, this is Carmen. Um, hi, Carmen. Hi, Bernie. Um, I also had a surprising change um, from doing the kind of the sequence of the practice. Um, I hold a lot of tension in my stomach. I've had several surgeries in that area. Um, and so we were, or I was thinking about my stomach and the tension there and focusing on that. Um, and then went to the love and kindness. Um, and then when we came back to the body, um, there was this relief and this change and in, in that tension and I was so surprised. I smiled because it, it really was different and I've never done it. Um, I've, I haven't experienced that sequence of meditation before. So um, that was a, a really beautiful experience for me. Um, I also really loved the saying hello because I, um, it's so simple, but I tried to say hello to that tension too. Um, and I think I'm going to keep doing that. I know it sounds so cheesy and, and yet it really works. Um, and it's interesting. It's like, like, why not? Right. <laughs> um, I'm so glad that it had that, that flow worked for you, Carmen. Um, and I think, um, I think I've said this a number of times, but it's like, I think our straight up awareness practice can seem like neutral and objective, but it can actually have a kind of tight edge to it. You know, like I'm going to observe the sensation. I'm going to like be with it, and you know, um, and and I think the loving, doing loving kindness in this way, and then segueing into awareness practice can make you kind of just realize, by contrast, oh, there's actually a way to be way softer with that awareness. Um, yeah. So that's that's that was one of the ideas. So I'm glad that worked for you. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
Bernie, it's Rob White. And I was surprised at the prompt to um, consider who I was going to um, share these good wishes with uh, was momentarily difficult. I had a, a mild sort of moment of, of panic thinking who I was gonna sort of send the, the good vibes to. And I was like, well, it could be the standard nearest and dearest, or it could be someone I'm always sending these things to because I'm worried about them. And I just, <coughs> and um, the image of, of an old, old, old childhood friend came to mind, someone I haven't been in touch with for years. And, you know, you had said, you know, think about someone um, who, you know, cares for you and, um, you know, wants you to, to feel, wants the best for you and sort of send things to them. And I was just amazing to have the image of this dude from eighth grade sort of service in my mind. And um, he was just right for this moment. So thanks for that. Hmm. That's wonderful. And I think, you know, it's good, it's good to remember that we're lucky if we have people that would, that can come to mind. I actually did this, um, um, down at the county jail. Um, when I was actually, I think I was just leading a Sunday morning meditation down there. And one of the guys, one of the inside guys said, it's I, I don't have anyone. <laughs> like I don't. And, um, I think actually one of the reasons he came to the meditation as, as kind of like who we, as he thought it was, was because it was nice to, to be in a space where people, he felt like people cared. It was like, this was the exposure to that rather than him being able to call on that um, for the practice. Um, and it just made me realize, wow, if, if I can call on as many people as I can, I'm really lucky, yeah. Hey, Bernie. This is Denise. Hi, Denise. I, I, lately, I've been having this experience, and again tonight, of when breathing, there's this very noticeable pause after the breath out, before the next breath in. And with the addition of these other practices tonight, there was, um, I looked at that a little bit, and I was, I there was an overwhelming sense of sadness um, associated with the end of the breath out. Um, I'm not quite sure I understand. Uh, I don't know if anybody else experiences that at all. If I could even, if that even comes across in any clarity, uh, I don't know. Oh, it makes, no, I totally understand. I'd be happy if anyone wanted to speak to that. I'd also say, Denise, I don't feel like, I don't think you need to understand. I think being with it in this way is already beautiful and it will show more of itself over time, I, I, I think. But Carrie, did you want to say something? Yeah. Oh, I feel that too, Denise. Not every time, but yeah, it's like, I never want to take another breath again. This uh -huh. is the end. It's the weirdest thing. It's just sort of like, oh, I might not take another breath. <laughs> and it, 
sad. I'm not sure how I feel, but I like it actually. Wow, totally different experience. Yeah. This is John. It's it's so surprising to hear Denise and Carrie talk about that because I always always found that that moment of stillness before you take the next breath has been a moment of some of the the most dramatic sensations of peace that I've I've felt in meditation. Me too. Yeah. It's it's just wonderful to hear all these different experiences yeah. being shared. Um, yeah. So let's see, let's see what happens, Denise. You know, over time, really. Yeah. Just be patient and curious about it, and we'll we'll hopefully we'll hear more about it over time. Um, so it's, it just feels like a very tender space <laughs> right now. Um, so. Um, Perhaps could we sit for just a couple minutes together before we say goodnight? Um, that would be nice. Thank you. Thank you all for being here. I have to admit I cheated and looked a lot more than I was explaining to you, <laughs> but actually my head feels okay. I think this feels like a very nice space. So thank you all for being here. Thanks Bernie.